What's good, y'all? It's your boy CMJ here, bringing y'all another episode of the Go Talk. I got my boy Zoe on the other side, bringing you this hot football news, you know, hot football opinions and whatnot. You know, we just we just dropping that hot stuff. You feel me? Anyway, hope you guys enjoy. Hello. Damn, it's not clear when you are. That's crazy. <laughs> the iPhone, bro. We all got iPhones. We just gonna be winging it, bro. Oh, oh yeah, one thousand percent. We gonna be winging it, man. I'm not even uh. I'm not even fully prepared. I got a few games I want to get into for real, but a lot of these, some of these games, I don't. I mean, some of these games we're not gonna touch. Uh, I, I, like, I see, I don't see the point. Um, like, like Lions and Broncos, I don't see the point. Um, I don't think the Broncos are gonna make the playoffs. The Lions for sure aren't making the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> unless you need some fantasy advice, which I say start start Javante Williams, of course. Like, <laughs> hey, I saw Javante Williams in my other league. That boy came through. Like what? Come on now. He's been he's been averaging what? I'm, first he's first he's been averaging at least uh, ten touches a game ever since the best ever since the start of the year at least ten. So oh for sure. And, and Melvin Gordon's having injury problems right now. You definitely want to have play. You would definitely want to start Melvin. I mean I'm Melvin. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Javante. Uh, start Judy. I would sit Sutton and Patrick for sure. And this is not even like I'm just like it's not it's not about them. It's not about their talent as a receiver. It's about Teddy, and 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 it's honestly not even. And I'm not even gonna put it fully on Teddy, even though sometimes he doesn't look like he uh, he's the most confident quarterback throwing the ball. But it's 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 the play calling too. Like the play calling has to be better situationally. Like like I, I like that game against the Chiefs. I got some notes right here. I got some notes right here. I want to just I just want to go over real quick before I before I <laughs> um yeah. Like, it just, it just like, okay, like, real quick, it seemed like the Broncos folded when they played the Chiefs last week. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and the, Bron- the Broncos' protection was very bad. But the offensive coordinator should have been calling more, like, short like short passing plays to get Teddy going early. You know, they have to – and I get it. They have the run game going, and, and it was working just fine the entire game, honestly. But that fourth and two in the first half, where I think you should at least be passing the ball, if not using play action on fourth and two in the red zone, because you went for it on fourth down, I think not once but twice earlier in that drive or something yeah. like that. They did so go for it for twice, to, I think. Yeah, yeah. So for you to get it on both times and then you're gonna go for it again, okay, that's fine. You already went for it twice. And you don't I don't just fourth and two. I, I if it was fourth and one, I could see you running the ball. But on fourth and two, I just see like you gotta that that's why I say you should they should have gotten the short passing game going with Teddy because honestly, let's be real, Teddy doesn't have the strongest arm and he 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 excels in that short passing game, you know, with a little mobility short passing game here and here. And you got the receivers to do it, Judy, Patrick. Uh, you know, you wanna take a deep shot though with a sudden. You know, I, I just it just didn't make any sense. The play calling and they really didn't get they really didn't help Teddy out much. Um but 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 like I said, the Denver the Denver Lions game, I'm not. We're not worried about that. Yeah, hell no. Um, let's move on from that. And I don't think TJ's playing either. Uh, yeah, no, I have him in another league, so he out with the what was it? His hand, or something, something minor. I don't know what it is, but I think it was his hand. Yeah, they just ruled him out yesterday. Okay, because okay, that is that. <laughs> that was like the best. Tight end, I can probably find. Speaking of that, uh, well, not well. This is not related, but we're, uh, the couple of a couple of other games that I probably won't have us touch on is Saints Jets. 
they don't they they don't have. I mean, the Saints are going to the, are not going to the playoffs. No Jameis, no 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 no. I mean, Jameis was playing pretty well under under Sean. Yeah, he was. So I think they I think he could have left them to the playoffs behind that defense and uh, Kamara and whatnot. And Kamara could have stayed healthy. Um, they was actually yeah, doing pretty smooth with like no number were. one receiver. They were, they were. That was the way they weren't. <laughs> but they, they were as good as you could expect them to be without Michael Thomas. You exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so, but I give them that much credit. But um, the Jets. It is the Jets. So there is some fantasy upside here uh, on the Saints offensive side. Um, you know, I mean, not both. I'm say, isn't Deontay Harris suspended? Wait, he's suspended. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I think so. I could be wrong on that because I remember I, I got looked at up. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's Deontay Harris is suspended. My bad. I I forgot. Totally slipped my mind. Totally slipped my mind. So yeah, this is Traquan all day. Um, look for Ju- maybe look for Juwan Johnson to be a sleeper, man. But uh, mm. yeah, it's a long shot. Long shot. It's a yeah, long it's shot. A, not a sleeper. If you it's have to, shot. if you have to depend on him. Yeah, yeah, I don't trust any of those Saints pass catchers. It's just, it's just that it's the Jets, so there's some upside. If you True. Got it, I say, I'll say this: if you got, if you, if you need a receiver or tight end, and you're desperate, I would check out somebody from the Saints because they play the Jets. That's that's just the bottom line. And then as far <laughs> as the Jets go, like, uh, 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 what's his, what's this guy's name? My prayers will go out to uh, uh, what's his name? Elijah Elijah yeah, Moore. Yeah, he landed on IR earlier, um, with an injury that I'm not really, uh, not really privy to right now. I just saw that he was on IR. Um, Who was? Elijah Moore. He's been playing really oh, well too for the Jets. He he was um, coming on the last couple games. I think it was a, it was it's a quadricep injury. Yeah, quadricep injury. Yeah. Yeah, man, sucks too. It really does. Because you know, you know, at the beginning of the season. You know, when we look at look at uh rookie wideouts, you know, he was one of them that, you know, he wasn't really talked about a lot, but you know, coming in with Zach Wilson, you know, you had Corey Davis already, so you know they needed another receiver to go with them. And a lot of people were not a lot, but some people were talking about how Elijah Moore could really fit that role, and you know, especially in the slot. And it never really materialized in the first half of the in the first half of the season. Excuse me. But like these you know, like you said, like these past few games, he's really come on strong and it, it, despite who's been quarterbacking. Uh, whether it was uh, Mike White or uh, Joe uh, Flacco, Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco, right? And I'm getting updates right here. I'm getting updates right now, so I got a few updates I'm gonna throw out there. Um, Debo Samuel is listed as questionable due to a groin, groin injury. Will play Sunday versus Bengals. Debo will play tomorrow. That's gonna be a good game. That's gonna that be is a... gonna that's gonna be. A, we're gonna touch on that for sure. We're gonna touch on that for sure. Um, but yeah, Debo's gonna play tomorrow. We're gonna get to that. Um, also, I got another update from Shefty on Twitter. You know, I follow Shefty. Oh um, no, yeah. Kenny Galladay ribs, Ster- Sterling Shepard quad. I'm starting Shepard. Sterling Shepard this week too. Questionable, but they're both expected to play. I know Sterling is for sure. I can't wait to tell you what I what I think the score of that game is gonna be. Um, you think it's gonna be low scoring? Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna give you right now. Washington football team J.D. McKissick, listen, is questionable for Sunday versus the Cowboys due to a concussion. Will not play. He will not play. Antonio Gibson all day. And uh, what's the other dude's name? Jerry Patterson, I believe. Oh, yeah, Jerry Patterson. You know what that means? That means that that 
I was gonna be in a bind anyway this week because you know I, you know we if y'all know that we got a fantasy league and I got Jonathan Taylor but he on bye this week so I had to start mm-hmm. Alexander Madison but he only gave me two points and so it's like I got Leonard Fournette and Jonathan Javante Williams and I would just stick with him. Loki, I could have plugged in JD if he was playing, but now he, now he's not. So now I'm just, you know, my hands are tied. I'm stuck with what I got. But yeah, um, Curtis yeah, your Samuel roster is fine with those two running backs. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, you never know. Oh, yeah, but, you know I will say this though. Um, oh well, besides the fact, okay, Curtis Samuel is expected to play. That's all I got right now. Um, I can't believe I really drafted Curtis Samuel. That groin injury ain't no joke. Like Makai said, that bro, groin injury. Crazy. What you mean, Makai? Like, we said, hold on, bro. We've been saying all Makai's, I mean, Makai's groins and hammies, bro. Yeah, groins that's what I'm saying. Not trust those. What? <laughs> and it's crazy because I I actually had, I, 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 I had Curtis Samuel having a great year this year. I had him having a That's year. what I thought, too. Uh, and Terry Yeah. But you know, yeah, like he he's gonna. I think he should take the entire offseason and just you know go ahead and make sure that grid is full season. Like he 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 was able to um he didn't he didn't miss too many games in Carolina. So I'm surprised he was also he was like the third option on that team too. He would have been like the third option on this team too, realistically, like behind Tom Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin and. And, and, and let's be real, Antonio Gibson, like Curtis Samuel, low-key. I mean, I think you probably would have, like, okay, if I'm being real, I was expecting him to emerge as the second option. I oh, was. Sure. But I wouldn't have been surprised if he would have fell into that third or fourth option range because of, I. let's be real, the Washington football team has weapons. They've just been they a quarterback. And, I mean, I don't know if Taylor's that guy. I, I get it. He plays well sometimes. Hey, Heineke's smooth. Like, yeah. he's not, like, he not a bum, but... He's serviceable um, but for the season, did. unless you're going to drop the quarterback this year. I mean, okay, yeah, I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But you just you kind of need more than serviceable to win you a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, well, it's like Denver. Denver got Teddy B. You think he's going to be a franchise quarterback for them? They're not making the playoffs though. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's and that's my thing. And I've been saying this since the start of the season. Like Teddy, and I love Teddy, but he's holding that offense back. He really is. I mean, Cortland Sutton is a thousand yard receiver. Jerry Judy is like Tim Patrick. He's a crispy route runner, too. Yeah, so I'm saying crispy route runner. Tim Patrick has proven that he can put in work. And he, uh, to me, Tim Patrick is, a, is, is, to me, Tim Patrick could be better than what Mike Williams is right now. They're both big body receivers, but Tim Patrick is a little, he's a, to me, he's a little shiftier. He has a little bit more agility. And he does. And so it's just like, I, I, I like Tim Patrick. Like they have a core of receivers that they can go win a Super Bowl with right now. If I'm being real, Noah Fant at tight end. I mean, Melvin Gordon and Javante. Even though Melvin Gordon might not be there next year, let's just say next year purposes. Like if they bring in and they bring in a Russell Wilson. My bad, bro. I'm just saying. Like if they bring in a Russell Wilson or something like that, I Super Bowl. I think they can oh, go to one thousand percent. Like what? Sertain has come along quite nicely. They still got Chubb. Like, what, Three picks in the last two games. Justin Simmons or am I tripping? Yeah. You're like, oh my. Bradley Chubb. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> the the Broncos are being held by held back by below average quarterback play, but I also think they need a. They need an at least. I I, I don't know. I, I I let me do my research before <laughs> I start calling people out. So next episode, I'll have this ready for y'all. But once I find out who the offensive coordinator is for the Broncos and his history and stuff, 
I'll be sure to come at come at him correctly. But for right now, I just don't think that the offensive coordinator is calling the right plays. Like, I, I, I seriously, like, to me, you have an offense, and I get it, Teddy Bridgewater isn't going to win you games, but he's, he, he, he does a good job of not losing them either, and all you got to do is just put him in the right position. You've got the pieces. Run a spread offense, dude. You, you, you run a spread offense. Act like Javante. Okay, yeah, you can run it down people's throat if you want to, but you got three to four, like, 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 like I'm, I'm, I'm caliber receivers, okay, like hey, Corlin for sure, Sutton for sure, Judy for sure, Noah Fenton is, a, is a, to me, he's Pro Bowl talent tight end, he's a Pro Bowl talent tight end and and, and Tim Patrick he flashes that Pro Bowl talent, he flashes that, I'm not going to give him that yet, but he flashes that, but it's just like, you got all these weapons you don't spread them out and you don't give, give them the ball and it's like okay, like okay, what I'm really trying to say is the offensive line isn't that good. Isn't so good to the point where Teddy can just sit back in the pocket, throw all these intermediate to deep routes. You need to get this short passing game going with Judy so that can open up that Tim Patrick intermediate, so that can open up that Cortland Sutton deep route, so that can open like that fly route away. That play actually Javante, you know what I'm saying? Because Javante going to get his. He's been getting his. Like, what? And even, even Ask a couple weeks, getting his shit too. Who? I said he began his shit though the past couple games too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know, and I'm. And so I he can handle that I work really though. Mean... No, he can handle that work though. Like the past couple games that Melvin Gordon's been out, he's been showing that he can handle like three down row. He can be that workhorse for workhorse for them next year. There's no question. There's no question. And the... so, like. And I didn't mean to end on about the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, because we we don't got time for all that. But I just, <laughs> I just, I just, it just, just pissed me off. It just pissed me off. And they have a really good team. Um, but the the, the that game's in the, that game's in Denver. I expect Denver to win, like, like, like twenty four to like twenty four to seventeen. I think it's gonna be that kind of a game. Um, Is, aren't game. they in the playoff hunt right now? Like, I don't know what Ooh. seed they're at. Who? Do you know what seed they're at? The Broncos? Bro, they're not gonna make. It doesn't matter. They're not gonna make. I looked at it, bro. <laughs> I did calculations. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the playoff picture right now. Excuse me. I'm just gonna look at the wild card race because the Broncos are six and six. That's what I'm saying. They look look. They're six and six, but they sit behind the Browns, who are six and six. They sit behind the Steelers that are six six and one. They sit behind the Raiders that are six and six. They sit behind the Colts that are seven and six. Those teams I just mentioned. If the playoffs started today, they would not even be in. They got I don't just don't see Miami there too at six and seven. So you're telling me that the Broncos would be would get in over the Chargers, the Bengals, and the Bills who all currently hold wild card positions. They would get in over them. That's why I just wouldn't say that's why I'm saying now they they're not gonna make it. They're not better than the Chargers, the Bengals, or the Bills. Not the Broncos. I'm sorry. Like, like, like they, they talent-wise, they can match up with all of these teams. It's the quarterback oh, sure. position, bro. It's the quarterback position for them that holds them back. Like all Joe Bur- Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. Compared to Teddy Bridgewater, there is no comparison. I'm sorry. Like I, I in this even even Carson Wentz is playing better than Teddy right now for the Colts. Like and they have the best, if not they have arguably the best offensive line in the league, and they got arguably one of the better running backs in the league, or one or if not the best. In no, yeah, he's the best so, right now. So 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 you know, like at least they got something to go on with that. It's just it's just with with the Broncos, they don't have they don't have they just not, they're not bringing it together offensively. They have enough, they're just not bringing it. They're not, it's not coming together. It's not. Why do you and, think it's so hard for them to find a quarterback? 
I don't think it's hard for them to find a quarterback. I think they're just doing a bad job at looking. Like, see, like, like, I, I seriously, I don't know. I, I you know, <laughs> you know, like, Bro- remember when Brock Osweiler was the quarterback? Oh my thing? god! Oh my, that was like, that was, oh my god, that was the post Peyton Manning era, and it was just disgusting. Dog water. It was just, and not just that. I'm sorry. Let me. It was just. It was, I didn't like. I did not like watching him play. I didn't like. There's, there's, there's like you know. Okay. Um, like Geno Smith. We get it. He's not that good. We get it. We, he, we, he's not. But I don't know. Watching him play wasn't as bad as watching Brock Osweiler just rocket the ball at people and just. I mean, <laughs> I mean, rocket interceptions at defense. Jimmy Garoppolo does. Like, I, like, I, it was just. It was just. It was just horrid to watch. It was bad, and I felt bad. I felt bad for the Broncos because they have to put up with that. Like Brock hey, he was not cerebral. He was bad. Like he was like bad, bad. Like Matt Schaub, bad. Like, like. Hey, DeAndre Hopkins was catching passes from both of them too. Oh my god! Oh, um, <laughs> dude. I don't know. I don't know if people have ever hit on the Texans though, but DeAndre Hopkins still had a thousand yard year with Brock Osweiler as his quarterback. Oh my. god. Goodness, did he? I don't even remember. That's crazy, Brock. I, I mean, I remember now, but I just can't. I just can't. It's hard for me to fathom that. It's hard for me to fathom that he still had a thousand yards with Brock. Howard. But, but then again, we know D Hop is quarterback proof. So, oh yeah, yeah, D Hop. No matter who the quarterback is, just throw it up to him. He gonna catch it. We know probably that. got one of the best hands in the league. But yeah, that's why I said the Broncos aren't going. There, there are teams ahead of them that are much better than, but much better than them right now. And so let's finally move on from the fucking Broncos. I mean, excuse me. Let's <laughs> finally move on from the Broncos. <laughs> so. Yeah, because they whooped our ass, so I don't want to talk about them much either. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> the Seahawks in Houston. So, like, this isn't a game that's really highly touted, of course. But um, the Seahawks do have a chance to kind of stay in the wild card hunt. I mean, I don't think they're going to make playoffs, of course. But as far as fantasy goes, um, oh my god, I'm really starting. I don't know what his name is. If I'm butchering his name wrong, I'm so sorry. But my tight end this week is gonna be Pharaoh Brown. I have no idea who the fuck he is, but I heard he's their tight end number one. And the Seahawks are ranked 30th against tight ends this year alone. Well, their defense is just horrible already. And I think Jamal Adams just went out for the year, right? Yep, I mean, he's not really a good coverage guy anyway, I think, but. But he low key been doing his thing this year. Yeah, he, he low key has. Oh, though. I'm not gonna lie. That ugh, I hate to give any Seahawks credit. Ugh. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, he low key been doing his thing. It, my, I mean, from a fanny, from a fantasy perspective, I mean, DK, lock it. You start him, obviously. Yeah, yeah you're must. Uh, Everett, you. I think you're. I think you can be comfortable starting Everett. Um, just don't expect much. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say he might get a touchdown, maybe. Oh, Just there's no Travis Fantasy Day. There's no, my bad. There's no Travis Homer, so you can start Alex Collins and feel somewhat confident. Um, I was I was stashing DJ Dallas for something like this, but I have enough backs and. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, the Seahawks offensive line still isn't all that. DJ Dallas is is really just a a real real like pure stash. Um, yeah. As far as Houston goes, you, of course you start Cooks. Oh yeah, you start Cooks for sure. You start Cooks. Yeah, um, he might be questioned. He's questionable with a. I forgot what his. I think it's like a game time decision because they didn't get no update on Friday. I think, 
And uh, Davis Mills is going to be the quarterback for the rest of the year. So, Really? Yeah, they just announced it either yesterday or today. I think it might have been yesterday that Davis Mills is going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the year. All right, man. Cooks should be the only person you start from the Texans. The only person. Don't start Davis. Don't start none. Don't start none. Yeah, I see. He's got a lot to prove. A lot to show me before I can feel comfortable. Like, the only – like, if you are desperate, if you are that desperate, you better pick up Nico <laughs> Collins or something because he, he flashed a little promise. He flashed a little promise, but that's it. Like you, you can start Cooks. That's it, bro. Texas, that's it. That's it. That's it, bro. No, I feel like Mills, you only start Nico Collins if Cooks is out. I, I yeah, okay, no, that's a better point. That's a way. Yeah, don't yeah, just start cooks. Don't 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 touch on the <laughs> That's a good point. Um, let's go Raiders and Chiefs. Okay. And Raiders and Chiefs in Arrowhead. Let's look at this game in its totality, no, shall Waller. we? Um oh yeah, no Waller, huh? Yeah, Waller just got ruled out again. Oh my god, I feel like Makai hold me with that trade, man. <laughs> Let me see. They have the Chiefs have topped 22 points just once since mid-October, mid-October, and that was in a 41-14 route of their longtime AFC rival, AFC West rival, the long, uh, long, 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 the Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> last month. That's yeah, but crazy. their defenses came along great. Like their defense has been majority of the reasons why they've been winning. Because if you look like. Okay, you yeah, said who? Shit out of the Raiders, right? You said who? The Chiefs. What happened? I said what? their defense has been the reason why they on their win streak they've been winning right now. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, they've uh, yeah, you're right. Go ahead. No, yeah, I was gonna say their defense has been playing the whole park. If they were just, what were they ranked like first half of the season? They were ranked what probably like bottom, bottom five, for sure, maybe? for sure, for sure. If that, it's just crazy how they they can just turn around just within a. Whatever uh they felt three of their it? last they felt three of their last four opponents to under ten points. Exactly. They held us to nine. And we had mm-hmm. so many opportunities to even try to come back because our defense too, you know, didn't only allow just that Travis Kelsey touchdown. But you know what though? Well, you know, okay, yeah, you're right. Right. You're so right. And then um Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, okay. They beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and they beat you guys, and they beat the Broncos. They, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm looking, but I'm looking for some, 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 uh, some stats, like some something I can go off of. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so look, the Chiefs' defense could be even stingier. I'm reading this off the score right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Chiefs, the Chiefs' defense could be even stingier this week with the return of Rashad Fenton. Ooh. Ooh. Who's rated among the league's top cornerbacks by Pro Football Focus? The versatile Finson missed last week last week's game with a t- with a knee injury. Now, with that being said, um, I, I, I well, let me read this. Let me read this last part. My bad. Oh, hold on, we got a couple parts. Welcome back, part two. The Raiders' defense also could get a lift if cornerback Trayvon Mullen can play for the first time since a foot injury week foot injury in week four. But last. But Las Vegas will be without tight end Darren Waller, which we know about, who will miss his second straight game with a knee injury and could miss could be missing linebacker Denzel Perryman, who is doubtful after hurting his ankle last week. Damn, that's tough. Um, the Chiefs have done a good job of taking advantage of Raiders safety Jonathan Abrams' coverage issues the past two seasons. 
Abram was Yeah, he's never been a good cover. He's like, never been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, uh-oh, we got one reliable Renfro with Waller dealing. Oh, yeah, for sure you start Renfro. You for sure start over any other Raiders wide receiver right now. You start Renfro. Let's do it. That without question. That's without question. Like, no Waller, too. Like, the Raiders are going to lose this game. No doubt. The Raiders will lose this game. Oh, but for sure. You start Renfro. Maybe Carr. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Start another Kelsey tie for Kelsey is tied for the league lead with 10 drop passes. And Tyreek Hill has uh, Tyreek Hill already has a career high seven with both of Patrick Mahomes' favorite targets having passes bounce off of them for interceptions. That's crazy. I was actually just reading, I don't know what stat I was reading the other day. I was Mahomes. Let me see. Let me look this up because Mahomes has Mahomes has how many picks this year? Uh let me go look. I know that the Kansas City Chiefs, I got you in a second. Kansas City Chiefs are the, have the third most drops in the NFL, which is 20. And that's a big – their offense isn't uh, up to par. Now, you said Mahomes. Let's see here. Mahomes is 25 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Oh, yeah. So, out of those 12 inter- – there, there is a stat that out of all those 12, those 12 interceptions, six of them were actually receivers' fault. Yeah, the 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 article I just read noted that a lot of the passes, like like yeah, like Kelsey and Hill have a combined seventeen dropped passes this year. So that's that's and his those are two favorite targets. It's, I don't know, and those are both career highs for both of the guys. That's crazy. I don't know what's going on. Like, I really don't. That's that, that, that's a little inexplicable. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. Something you can't really like sit there and be like, oh well, it's probably because of this, probably because of that. But at the end of the day. You play the Raiders at uh, is it it's at Arrowhead? They're ten point favorites. I think they're gonna they're gonna get that. They're gonna eat that spread up. They're gonna win by probably like fourteen. I'm gonna say like final score of this game is like thirty four to thirteen, um, maybe thirty four to seventeen. If I give the Raiders a little bit more respect or thirty one to seventeen, something of that nature. I just think the the Chiefs are gonna run away with this, and I don't think it's gonna be close. Um, Especially with no Darren Waller, um, and it's and you really can't start anybody outside of the mainstays on both sides. So we're talking Clyde. You, you got if you know you got to start him. You start. No, you, Clyde. you got to start your studs. You got to start. You got to start your. You got to start the must starts. These are must starts. Anybody in the Chiefs, you know, Big Four. You know who I'm talking about, Tyreek. Yeah, yeah, Tyreek Travis. Well, you know, and then of course, if you know, if you deeper leagues, you know, I like I like Hartman's upside. I like Hartman's upside, but I think I like Daryl Williams a little bit more. I no, yeah, Daryl Williams is. I'll probably if I had to start someone at the flex position, it'll be probably Daryl Williams. If I had to choose between Williams and Hartman, I'm taking Williams. Oh yeah, even for though, sure. Even though I think Hartman, I think I believe Hartman sees more offensive snaps than Williams. For sure. With it, anything with it, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 tough to. It's really a disappointment, honestly. Um, after what we come to expect from Miko at these these first uh, few years, but let's move on to uh, let's do Ravens and Browns. Oh, battle for first place in the AFC North. 
Uh, is it the battle for first place? I don't think it's the Bills. I, I, I think so. It has to be because no, it's not. The Browns are six and six. The Browns are oh, not are making the playoffs, dude. They're not making the playoffs, and I don't. Well, care the Browns or the Ravens? The Browns. The Browns are not making the playoffs, even if they beat the Ravens this week and make the division more interesting. The Browns are not making the playoffs, in my estimated opinion. I can just go through the rest of their schedule right now. You got the Ravens, you got the Raiders, then you go to Green Bay, then you go oh. to Pittsburgh, and then you come back home and play the Bengals. I, I got two wins, maybe. Like, I got you losing, like, uh, you go into Green Bay, you lose it. You lose it, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You, 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 could, lose, <laughs> you could lose at Pittsburgh. Like, they're not, they not rolling over for y'all. They're not rolling over. And, and the Bengals – the Bengals are like the Chargers. The Chargers are like the Bengals. I mean, it's just I don't know with the with the Bengals. I can't figure them out. I really can't. So, um, you know, maybe the Bengals are just inconsistent just right now. Weapon. I said the Bengals are just inconsistent. Like Jamar Chase should have at least had 150 yards last week. You know what? The, I think uh, you know what the NFC North isn't tough. It's inconsistent. Yeah, that's what it is. The NFC North. Division to play in, of course, because you guys are all tough. But you know, it's just it's inconsistent. inconsistent. Who's number one in that division? Is it Cincinnati? I think it's the Ravens still. Damn. Hey, so honestly, what did what did you did you watch that game last week with the Ravens and the Steelers, or did you catch it by any chance? I caught most of it. I caught I caught most of it, and um. Why? What's up? What do you, what do you, what is your honest opinion about them going for two? Why is it? Why? Why? Why is that question such a? And I'm gonna answer, but why is that question such a big, big, I big like big deal? Like, what is? Because why not just go for one to tie to go to overtime and get your chances better that way? I mean, I get it. You want to win. You're like, fuck. I don't want overtime. But Lamar threw four interceptions that game, I believe. Right. Yes. Yeah, like one touchdown, four picks, I think. No, 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 no. I think that was against the Browns. He threw four interceptions. Oh, that's right. It was a Sunday night for that one, right? Uh, yeah, the Browns and he still won. Oh, okay. I think, I so, think that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this week, I would, I'm just sitting there. They scored the touchdown. It's 19-20. I'm like, oh, they're going to get the extra point. But I do give TJ Watt his credit, though, for – because that could low-key been a walk-in touchdown for Mark Andrews. Oh, no, for a two-point. But I get it. If you want to win, and you say, fuck overtime, I get it. Because that's just who – what's his name? Jim Harbaugh? No, John. No, Jim. Yeah, sorry. John. It's that's just John. how Jim Harbaugh is. Just... It's John. John, sorry. Uh. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was just, like, scratching my head. Like, why why go for two in that situation? Like, why, why it, go for I mean, two? It doesn't – to me – I'm going to answer the question so we can move off from this because this is crazy. To me, this is – I mean, to me, it does first things first, the, the Ravens go for two. It's, or the, or they, they not, not only do they go for two, but they go for it on fourth downs. They, they, the Ravens actually take a lot of chances. So, no, that's what I'm saying. I get me, it, like, where they keep me, coming from most of the time. So, to me, it's not out of the norm. Like, when you ask the question, like, what do you make of them going for two, it's not out of the norm. You know, that's one. Um, and two, you know, like – there's no guarantee you winning the over. The, you put the you put 
chance. Like, you literally, like, instead of leaving it to a coin toss and then leaving it to a chance, like, okay, maybe your offense will get down the field and maybe your deep or maybe your defense will stop their offense on the first possession of overtime. You know, there's a lot of chances you take if you go to overtime. You know, on the two point conversion, you put you put the fate of both you put the fate of the game in your hands. And it was a really good play call to me. It was a really good offensive play it was. call. It, it was a better play made by TJ Watt. And, and it was. You know, and Lamar, to me, Lamar maybe could have kind of ducked off or something or maybe made a better throw. And, you know, because, you know, Lamar is elusive. He could probably, you know, extend up the play or something. You know, you never you never know. He's in the moment. You, you know, you're we're not Lamar Jackson. You know, we didn't know. what he, yeah. We don't really know what he's seeing or what he's going through out there. You know, so – all we can just you know, uh, we can just comment from an out, outside perspective, but like, like, yeah, to me, though, it's not a big deal that you went for two. You know, you got corners hurt, so you don't trust your defense. A lot of people were saying that, yeah, because Marlon Humphrey out for the but, year, I think, yeah, but to me, okay, first is first, Marlon, Marlon Humphrey has been getting eight up in coverage, and a lot of people don't talk about it, like, yeah. especially, yeah, especially <laughs> in man coverage, he has been torched in man coverage every time I turn on a Ravens game. He's getting torched in man coverage, and a lot of people. Jamar Chase ate his ass up too. A lot of people don't talk about how Marlon Humphrey's been getting torched since Marcus Peters ain't been there. But we don't get that low. I think Marlon Humphrey's a better zone coverage guy. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, like, like, yeah. Even if, even if they had, even if they had pieces of their secondary that were healthy, and they still went for two, I wouldn't question it. Um, That's just me on the Ravens going for two. Now, you got to help me out here. Like on the Brown, who on the Browns has some upside that we can talk about? Because come on, oh, okay, nobody. <laughs> I mean, nobody. outside of like just any player, because if you think about it, I mean, their run game is they have one of the best O lines in the league. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson, probably one of the best <laughs> three running backs probably in the league too. You have Jarvis Landry, who was actually like. A dog in Miami with Ryan Tannehill. Okay, but I know how you feel about Ryan Tannehill. You want to you do that right now? <laughs> no, we can, but no, but I mean, but, but to answer your question, like who has like the bigger upside, like in Cleveland? Like, I mean, who do they have outside of Jarvis Landry? They got who? Jonathan, Jonathan Peoples Jones, who's, who's low key nice, but. Who else do they have? Let me see. Let me see. Pull up Ryan Tannehill numbers. Huh? Nothing. Uh, (laughs) Bro, I don't listen. I'll be real. Like the Ravens, I mean the Browns. You, if you're not starting Jarvis, if you're not starting Jarvis, you're starting Austin Hooper. Like, I mean, it may be. I don't know how how healthy is is Baker. You know, but I don't trust Donovan. Donovan Peoples Jones to get a lot of points for me. Like that's what I mean, I'm. The wide I'm receivers are. They have Anthony Schwartz, Rashad Higgins, Ryan Switzer, Jarvis Landry, and Donovan Peoples Jones. He said, "But Kevin Stefanski man. never runs his number one, like number one receivers. Like it's been proven, even like not Diggs. He had um, who do he have? I Is forgot who he had from but... Minnesota." Yeah, yeah, okay. So if you ever yeah, look at did. his past, like his past offense has always been ranked damn near dead last, if not 30th. So the passing they game did. always in Kevin Stefanski, bro, has never been good. So we look at, so, so, so basically we're just looking at 
Chubb, Hunt, Landry, and Hooper. That's yeah. basically what you're telling me. Maybe Najoku. And, uh, we should... nah. But Najoku just needs just needs to go on a different team. I've been saying this since like last year. He's on uh he's on reserve COVID nineteen anyway. True. But I mean David Najoku is a beast. He just needs to go to a team where he's obviously the clear cut number one option for I don't I don't yeah, I he well he needs to go prove it because I don't like I get it. He's good. He's good. Like I like he's good. He has good upside too. Like he, he had more upside last year. He, he like David Njoku's a good player, but he needs to go somewhere and prove it now because I, I you know, I'm really not sold on it. If you were really, if you were really that good, you're really beastie or whatever, you'd be starting and you'd be starting over Austin Hooper. Like what came up from Atlanta. Like let Yeah. Like, no, bro. Like, I don't think I didn't think Austin Hooper was better better than you when he was in Atlanta. So the fact that he came over and just took your job, bro, <laughs> you need to go somewhere else to prove yourself. Now, uh, the Browns are three points. Okay, over. so how do you feel about OJ Howard? Do you need OJ Howard in that same predicament and or in that same position? No, OJ Howard just couldn't stay healthy. That's a different story. OJ Howard was to me, OJ Howard was better than David Njoku. Like OJ Howard just he at first he had Michigan Hardy, mm-hmm. and then and and then, not, then when you get Tom Brady, you know it's just kind of and then on top of that, Cameron Braidhat was on the team before OJ Howard, and I think that he just he's been getting a, not only is he a decent tight end, but he gets a lot of OG status. So then I, I, that's what I believe. So I don't think that they're just gonna let OJ and uh, not only does he get a lot of OG status, but he stays healthy and like OJ. So I don't. I don't think OJ could just bump him out the way because of the fact that he stays healthy. He's been there longer. He knows the system. Um, yeah. But like OJ, I I don't want it. Like okay, only reason why I wouldn't want OJ to go to a different team is because like players like Gronkowski and Brady. I don't know how long they're gonna be playing. Like they're gonna need those players. But no, 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 no. I take that back. I take that back. OJ should go to a different team, especially if Tampa wins the Super Bowl this year. Like, even if he doesn't, even if they don't win, because he already got a ring with the team. Yeah, a different team and be the star, be the stud. Go to go to the Jets. They need a tight end. Zach Wilson needs a tight end. Like what you and OJ Howard, Corey Davis. I just keep advocating for everybody to go to the Jets. James Robinson to the Jets. OJ Howard to the Jets. Everybody to the Jets, man, because they need help and they got money. It's the Jets. It's New York. You know they got. And they're building that offensive line too. They got Makai Beecham who. I think he was out for the year. Is he out? I think he's out. Who? And then they have, uh, what's his name? Makai Beecham or Beecham? Makai Beckham, yeah, yeah, bro. Beckham, yeah. Makai Beckham, and then you have Elijah Tucker. Look, 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 look. Since we're talking, since we're talking about Buccaneers, okay, let, let's let's wrap up. Right, Browns, Ravens. I got the. I got the Ravens. I I I, I got the Browns. Oof. I got the Browns because I think the Ravens are going to fall off, but I still don't think the Browns are going to make the playoffs. I don't. I really do not, bro. I think the Browns will win this game by three points, like the spread says. I think they're going to win by three points, like the spread says. It's going to be like, it's either, this game is either going to be 27 to 24 or 17 to 14. So is it I'm in Cleveland going, or is it in Baltimore? It's in Cleveland. So I'm going 27 24. It's 27 24. It's gonna be a really crazy game. It's gonna be crazy as hell. 10 a.m. Yeah, that's what I'm predicting. Um, 
and then so and I didn't even read the pre and I didn't even get to read the preview in this game. Uh shot at Jackson. Ravens a must win game. This is a must win game for the Ravens. Like, yeah, they get they're they're trying to either get the division or they're trying to at least just be in a wild card. Cause if uh if the Ravens is number one in the division, yeah, they're probably trying to go for that crown. And unless in the- Cincinnati Mm-hmm. Unless Cincinnati can get that number one spot too, I think I may be, I could be wrong, but I think Cincinnati's up there too with seven wins. Let me see. And it's crazy. So you know how like the season's been crazy, right? I, and I I know I said the Browns aren't going to the playoffs because I don't believe that they're going. But there's you know of course statistically they're still in it. It's, seven and five. They're, they're actually still in it to win the division. I'm going to take the Browns by three, 27-24. We're looking at Chubb to have a good day. We're looking at Kareem to have a good day. Uh, for sure, those two. Um, Jarvis is probably going to have a solid day, barring injury. And I'm, I say start Austin Hooper. Those are the only people that you could really start on this team. My uh, guys, don't put a lot of faith in. I think Hooper is going to be touchdown dependent. But I'm, I'm expecting this game. Oh, and Hooper's always been touchdown dependent. Yeah, but I'm expecting this game 27-24. I, I expect I expect some points to be given to be handed out very, very, you know, graciously. You get what I'm saying? I expect some fantasy yeah. points to be going up. Um I, I believe the Ravens get I believe did Sammy Watkins. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> I was just because I was actually watching that game. Yeah, uh Sammy Watkins got that late game. He got the touchdown. Okay, okay. Yeah, he got the touchdown. He's actually he, him, and what's the other receiver? I always keep seeing him. He's on special teams. I think his name is Doomer. What the fuck is his name? He wears number thirteen. Who? I forgot what his name is for the for the Ravens. Let me see. He's a receiver. Yeah, he's a receiver, but he's on special. Yeah, Doomerman. I've been seeing Doomerman seeing the field a lot lately in the past couple games. Even though Rashad Bateman is kind of like. Emerging as kind of their number two option right now, I think, in my opinion. Like, I know you was high on Rashad Bateman coming in, even like out of the draft. I was hot. I was hot when he got hurt. Um, no, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Rashad Bateman only saw like one target that whole entire game. And I was expecting him to at least, he was at least getting five, six targets a game. I'm glad that you said that. I, you know, I went from I went from not trusting the Ravens' passing attack to like, okay, it's coming along. When Bateman came back, like, okay, it's coming along. Okay, okay, maybe we could trust Lamar throwing the ball. I'm Lamar's not the, accurate though. No, no, I'm off the Ravens. Like, I'm off the Ravens' passing attack. You can have it. You can have your Rashad Bateman. You can have Sammy Watkins. I'm good, bro. Listen, Marquise Brown is gonna get his. Um, and Mark Andrews for sure getting his. I, he's not a for sure. He's not, a, but the and he he he's the he's the closest thing to Kelsey. I'll give you that, but he's not a for sure because games and it's 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 few and far between. Maybe some games where Lamar just can't find him. And Do you think why. Lamar Jackson has tunnel vision? I think Lamar has, or does he I, play hero ball too much? I think he gets anxious. I think, and that's not a. I don't. I don't think it's a bad anxious. Like when, like when Jared Goff gets anxious in the pocket, it's bad. But when yeah. I think when Lamar gets anxious in the pocket, is because he has so many different 
options to like he could run or he can really fit this ball in. Like he can make he can I think he can make just about any throw. Almost any throw, like a tight spiral, you know, on the run. Well, I'm not gonna say on the run, but uh, you know, I think he could just make any throw from inside the pocket. And and I think that sometimes when the pressure is coming, it, he uh, I think he just right when the pressure comes, he just takes off. Like he don't he don't no, nah, he used to do that. But I think I think when the pressure comes, he's trying to idea if I take off or do I need to try to work it down the field. And I think that's where the problem lies for the Ravens is Lamar's decision making. And I think that, and I'm not, and I'm not Lamar, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm just, it's just, I know it's hard because I can relate this much. Like when you, when you know you could do something really well, but there, there could be a better option if you take, like, it's just hard to choose which option could be best. And it's, you know, in hindsight, people always tell you, like, oh, maybe you should have did this, you should have did that. But in the heat of the moment, it's hard to choose. So, especially when it's a split second, you got people rushing at you and you don't want to make a big mistake. You know, I, I, Marsh is getting anxious and I think that he needs to calm down. I think he needs to calm down. And I think, and I think they need a better offensive, like offensive scheme to get the passing game open. Like, that's what I, because you, we know you can run the ball really well. You got Lamar Jackson. But I think you need a, to, to get more creative on offense when they pass the ball. Um, I just think it's too Isn't Greg Roman their OC, or is he just their, like, run? He's their OC, uh, right? You, you, when you're the offensive coordinator, you're the offensive coordinator. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and, and, and you know, and I honestly, like, what I, listen, like, like Lamar Jackson throwing eight interceptions in his past four games, three, three just be, going to Cleveland safeties alone, like, He's looked, he's like this article is saying it right here. He's looked uncharacteristically hesitant, unsure whether to tuck the ball and run or stay in the pocket to keep a play alive long enough for another receiver to get open. I just said that. That's crazy. <laughs> I just said that. But you can, but if, if this article on the score is saying it, then and, and I'm saying it, it's it's clearly something we can all see. Like he's he's a little hesitant, he's anxious in the pocket. And um, excuse me, excuse me. Um, and I, I, I need. I need him to take a deep breath. You take off. I I think I think he needs to go back to off first. I think that needs to be his mentality. So to go back to his MVP season. Yeah, take off first and slide, bro. Just take off and slide. Because I ain't gonna lie, I've been playing Madden a lot, and like these these some of these even quarterbacks like Jameis Winston on Madden will hike the ball, and it'll be three seconds into coverage, nobody's over. He's taking off, and I gotta leave a spy on Jameis Winston. Like what the hell, dude? Like, he just take and and then he takes off and he slides and he picks up like five yards. And the next play takes off and he slides, picks up like five yards. First down. Like you know, Lamar. If, well, if Jameis Winston do it out on Madden, and I gotta leave a spy on him. You Lamar Jackson, dude. You take off every every game. This is football. You don't even. You don't have to pass the ball to be good. Like you don't have to be a great passer of the ball to be great. You we are we know that you're great and you and you are a pretty good passer of the football in my opinion, Lamar. You're a great runner of the football. Do what you're best at, and throw in throw in what you're good at. You know, th- just dabble that in, sprinkle that in. That's just my opinion. So, um, like, like I the Ravens have been struggling lately, and I don't think that going into Cleveland with the injuries, 
Uh, Cleveland's kind of sort of getting healthy. I, and they're going. They're 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 in must win mode too. I just I think the I think the Browns win this game twenty seven to twenty four. I mean, the last time that they played, the Ravens held the Browns to a season low forty yards rushing in the previous matchup, um, and they did it by flooding the line of scrimmage with extra defenders and daring Baker Mayfield to throw. But and it's and it's been a proven formula against Cleveland against again you know um you know the the offense but I just don't I just don't I just with the injuries especially Marlon Humphrey being out it could be it could be a maybe a lower scoring affair so it know. could be you know AFC North games I've noticed have always been low scoring games I've never seen them in a shootout ever and if it is most it's most likely like the Ravens Steelers that are probably going to be in, nah I take that back I'll say like Cincinnati and like Baltimore, more like a shootout type of division rival, rather than like the Ravens and the Steelers being more of like a defensive game. Cause what was the last game like twenty to nineteen, right? Yeah, you know you might be right because the 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 Ravens are. I mean they they've scored four fewer than twenty points in four straight contests. Um, and Lamar Jackson has been blitzed on 36% of his drawbacks compared to 25% last season. So, and it's, oh my goodness. And then he also is averaging 6.8 yards per pass attempt when blitzed. And eight when he isn't. That's that's bad. Like, that's bad, bro. That's bad. I, I, got, the, I got the Browns, 27-24. I got the Browns. Uh-huh. Let's go to let's go to Niners Bengals. That's gonna be the game. That game. That's gonna be a good game. <laughs> it's in here. Cincinnati, right? Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a good game. All right, let's see. Let's look at this preview. The Niners also have a wild card slot. Blah 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 blah. All right, Burrow dislocated his finger, fumble in on. Last week, it popped back in place, and Burrow played the rest of the game with it swollen and sore. He said it didn't affect the, it didn't affect his passes. He was limited to practice this week, but fully expects to play Sunday. Okay, so I'm looking, I'm I'm looking and hearing and seeing that, seeing how the game went last Sunday. I'm thinking maybe Joe Burrow might still be feeling some effects from that. Hopefully, for my team's sake, <laughs> like for my Niners' sake, but um, you know, of course, not for him. Now, uh, for two straight games, the 49ers special team special teams have been far from special. The unit has given up touchdowns on a kick return and fake punt, turned the ball over once, missed a couple of kicks, and allowed a, a few other big returns. Gosh, look at what the hell! The Niners survived this. The Niners survived the problems two weeks ago against Minnesota when they managed to overcome a 90-yard kickoff return and Robbie goes missed field goal and that wasn't the case last week when Seattle scored on a fake punt. Travis Benjamin fumbled away a kickoff, goal missed an extra point and another long kick return led to a TD drive and the Seahawks win. Um, so I mean I don't really and it's crazy because even though special teams is a big part of the game, I don't hold I don't put a lot of weight into special teams because I'm like all right like it's just special teams but when a big play happens you know it's like dang like damn <laughs> special teams like it's, it's it's really a third phase of the game. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Uh, 
there really isn't much. There really isn't much on this game. I'm looking at the people. There is not much on this game. Um, and let's see who's expected to win. The Niners are one and a half point favorites. Gosh, this is a tight contest wow. here. Yes, sir. Let's look at some notable injuries. Okay, the Niners are without Muhammad Sanu, Tavon Wilson, D. Ford. We know that. We know that. Debo Samuel is questionable, but expected to. Dang, Javon Kinlaw towards ACL. Forgot about that. Man, I'm hurt. Elijah Mitchell, he's out. Okay, so that opens up the door for uh, Jeff Wilson and Jamichael Hasty, because Trey Sermon, I believe, is out too. And let's see. Oh, Joe Mixon is questionable with an illness. I think he's expected to play, though. Yeah, I'm gonna say I don't. I never. I didn't see nothing. Like I, I think he practiced limited this whole week, which he's been doing. So I don't think it should be a problem. Mm, T Higgins, same thing. Questionable with ankle injury. I think he's he's also expected to play. Um, that being said, I'm gonna take the Niners in this game by ten. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna take the Niners in this game by ten because of the left. Agging injuries on the Bengals. Like, Mixon's got a – I mean, I get, okay, Mixon's got an illness. That's one thing. But Burr with the uh, – uh, Higgins with the with the ankle. Uh, excuse me. And, you know, I mean, the Niners are – of course, of course we're banged up too, but I think we got a little bit of momentum. Even though we lost last week to Seattle, I think with this playoff push on the line, we know what it's like to be in the playoffs and to really fight for a spot. I, I, I just I – just, I just, who's going to stop Kittle? And if Debo plays, who's going to stop Debo? Like, that's what I want to know. Ayuk's been coming along, too, a little bit, too. Who? Brandon Ayuk. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that, But, you know, here's some, here's some, here's some X factors, right? Like, the Niners I was just going to ask you who's your X factor. <laughs> the Niners offensive line, are you going to be able to protect Jimmy? Because Jimmy needs time to throw. Like, I, and I don't like Jimmy. We all know this. I don't like Jimmy. But he, <laughs> if we're going to win games... The line has to give him time to throw the ball. Like he, I set his feet and find somebody that's gonna be open because this guy Trent is that the highest graded uh PPF uh pass blocker I think. Who? Trent Williams. Oh, I think bro, he. That's bro. What about up the middle? That's it's really that's what it's up the middle that we get killed. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like, the center, isn't it? It's what the guards. Or oh, the guards. Excuse me. <laughs> like what? That's the guards. Right. But look, yeah, I got the Niners winning by 10, bro. I think we're going to get the run game going. I think the Bengals are going to not be able to stop us. Um, I, I, and I, and the But Jamar Chase, I think he's going to score, like, a touchdown. And he's going to have a big, like, big, like, 50 or – I think, like, he's going to have, like, a 30-plus yard touchdown. I know he's going from 60 and 50, but I'm going to say 30-plus because you never know, like, you know, what side of the field they could be on or whatever. I just think he's going to have a big play. At least one big play that's gonna have like big yardage, if not a touchdown. Like, look for Jamar Chase to have a good game. Look for Tyler. Game. I was um, gonna say maybe T Higgins. He's been balling the past like two, three games. Yeah, but he's coming off that ankle ankle injury. I think he might just have a, a low key to the radar quiet week. And I think Uzama might have a decent week. Not good, decent, just decent because like I mean it's Fred Warner. He's got to go up against and you know. Wait, wait. I think, Fred Warner called. Hold on. I think because Fred Warner didn't play last week. Which yeah, is he didn't. Why, which is probably why we lost. But um, 
Oh no, he's not on the injury report. No, he's he's playing. He's playing. Yeah, Fred Warner's playing. I don't think he's, he's gonna. He's not gonna let you. Yeah, CJ. No, he's not gonna let you do that. Uh, Jaquiski Tart. He's not gonna let you do that, bro. He's not gonna play. And I know, I know this is my team, so there's a little biased here. I know he's a little biased or whatever. But <laughs> CJ Uzama's not an upper echelon tight end. He's not Darren Waller. He's not Mark Andrews. He's not a. Come on now, like he's not. He's your CJ. Your CJ Uzama, bro. Like <laughs> Joe Burrow's gonna make you good. Like. <laughs> so, hopefully we can get the Joe. Hopefully we can get that's that's going to be the big. That's to me that's the big X factor here. Which team's defense can get to the other team's quarterback? Like, if you can stop the run and get to the quarterback on third down, you win this game. Simple as that. Joe Mixon, you got to stop him. You know you got to stop him. Like, if you 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 you, because honestly, if you put a hat on on that running game. You kind of put a you 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 put the Bengals in a predicament where they gotta pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball, and Joe Burrow's just flinging that finger around. It might get a little sore, you know. Especially that Bengals offensive line is not that good either. That Bengals offensive line was giving it up to the Chargers. So oh no, for sure their so offensive line. Has so a- y'all better go get him. I got the I got the Niners winning this game, twenty four to fourteen. 24 14. 24 to 14 in Cincinnati. Ooh. Okay. Okay. In the I mean, Lips- Cincinnati, Cincinnati, I think, should have won last week. I mean, obviously, they had some like miscues that obviously didn't go their way. Like Jamar Chase dropped that. Well, could have been low key a touchdown, but then it got intercepted because he bobbled it. He could have had a bigger game. I think he probably could have had over 110 yards, probably. But. I think the Bengals just beat themselves last week. Because if not, they will have momentum coming into this game. And I'll probably have them. I wouldn't say they – if I did pick the Bengals, I'll probably just have them win by three. It won't be much. I know the 49ers deep. Yeah. The middle in the pack, I think, as overall unit, I want to say. But I could be wrong on that stat. I'll say – I'll say – I'm expecting Debo to play. I'm expecting Debo to play, and I'm expecting us to have our full complement of weapons on offense outside of Elijah Mitchell and, you know, Raheem, of course. So that's why I'm saying we're going to win by 10 because and it's not going to be perfect either. Like, we're going to give up some sacks because um, you know that. And don't be surprised if you see a Trey Lance appearance this game, and it's basically and it's purely, purely off a of gut feeling. It's purely off a of gut feeling. Like, hey man, gut feelings are always the best. I heard always gut feelings are always the best. Uh, that's your intuition talking. I'm just saying, like, you just the Trey Lance sighting in the red zone or on a on a critical play or something, or you know, just don't be surprised because last week I think he could have really, I think Kyle Shannon could have really used that against the Seahawks, like a trick play or something on in the in the red zone. I don't understand how you got four plays you don't score. Um, and 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 I and I was. Anybody who was in the red zone had four plays and didn't score because you don't know a two or one yard line. I, I don't know. I, I to me it's just I, it's, I, it's, to me it's unfathomable that you can't gain a yard or two in four plays, especially against that defense. It's, forget, forget <laughs> that, dude. forget that. Like, it, like I get it, the field is condensed, but you, you can't get that body, them bodies that to move. I, you, I, you. That's 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 um that's highly questionable. Okay, it's highly questionable. Um, 
So yeah, let's we got a few we got like four more games that we done. So Buffalo, Washington. Tampa Bay is the game I'm looking at right now. Bro, I'm looking at Washington and Dallas. Oh, we're gonna do that in a second. Let's let's do let's do Giants and Char- Giants and Chargers real quick. Giants um, and Chargers, real quick. So I think if I read this right, oh, I got the notes right here, so we can get this out the way. Cool, cool. Um, oops, sorry about that. Okay. Chargers defense had four turnovers and six quarterback sacks last week. The league's 31st ranked run defense also came around, allowing allowing fewer than four yards per carry in the in three of their past four uh three of their past four games. Sorry, I'm just but anyway, yeah. Chargers defense has four turnovers over uh, last week. And then their running defense was really bad in the beginning of the season. Has come around, allowing fewer than four yards per carry in the in their in three of the past work. I don't understand. I put these notes right here. Why can't I read them correctly? Like what the fuck? Anyway, the one area where the Chargers continue to struggle though is getting off the field on third downs, as their opponents are converting at a forty nine percent rate which is the second highest in the league. And I'm telling you, dude, this is why I think this game is going to be so close because it's the Chargers. It's the Chargers, and there's no Keenan Allen. Now, listen, the fact that I'm saying that it's the Chargers and there's no Keenan Allen and I'm predicting this game, team, the Chargers are going to go out there and score like 21 points real quick in the first half of Telegram. They're going to go out there and score like 21, 24. They're going to go up big on the Giants, and the Giants are going to come back a little bit. Not gonna come back a lot like the Bengals did. They're gonna come back like a little my, bit. With Mike, huh? With Mike Glennon as their quarterback, you think they're gonna make it a game? It's not about Mike Glennon, bro. It's about the Chargers. That's who. <laughs> to me, that's who it's about. <laughs> to me, I had to think about your question real quick because Mike Glennon. Hey, I was thinking about Daniel Jones. I really was. But yes, even with Mike Glennon, yeah, I do. I do because um, it's the Chargers. Like the chart, like like you. Sometimes you are, like how Maurice Jones Drew said it best on Good Morning Football. Like you are who you are, and the Chargers have proven to me like they're 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 wildly inconsistent. Like like if that last game against the Bengals proved it, you 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 went up twenty two to zero, twenty four to zero, and then you let them storm back twenty two unanswered points. Make that make sense, and then you explode on them for another twenty points. So like 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 the, you the, and I like the, like I said the Chargers have plenty of talent, but they're inconsistent and it sucks because it's like it's always something going bad with them too. It's either they have kicking problems, it's always the star players having season-ending injuries like Derwin James, like having and the crazy isn't he healthy this year or is he out this he year? He is too? healthy this year and that's the yeah. crazy part. He's healthy. <laughs> Right, I heard no Derwin James talk this whole year. No, it's not. It, to me, no, no. To me, it's not that. To me, it's not that. To me, it's how the offense finally has come together. Right, like last, yeah. last year, you had a you, you know you you didn't make the playoffs, but Justin Herbert rookie of the year, he went you know broke three records. You know, you got he found your quarterback after all those years of Philip Rivers. You finally found better than him for sure, and your offense is. Uh, to me, your, your offense is legit. You're going for it on fourth down. You're converting fourth and seven to fourth and nines against the Chiefs and blah, blah, blah. Like, your, your, your defense was the worst, if not one of the worst, 
rushing defenses in the league for the first half of this season. And that doesn't make any sense to me when you got guys like Joey Bus on the line. You got guys like uh well, shit, But they traded their best line. linebacker away too. Oh Kenneth Murray, they traded him to Denver. After he had a solid no, 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 game. No, 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 no. That was Denzel Perryman. Denzel Perryman, yeah, he's on the Raiders. I don't wait, know if they wait, traded wait, wait. him. Wait, wait, Kenneth Murray isn't on the Chargers anymore? No. No way. Yeah. I, let me, let me, I can fact check it. But no I think, way. I think, I don't think he's there no, anymore. No, he's still there, bro. He's still there, bro. He's still, Who? I was tweaking. I thought I was tripping. I thought I was tripping. Like, whoa, no way. Like, because he's one of their best players. There's no way they would trade him. Like, like just for, like, what? I didn't hear no news about that. What? No, he's still there. Oh, who did they? I forgot who they. I forgot who. Who did Denver get? They got Kenny Young from the Rams. Oh, Kenny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. All right. For sure. Mixed up. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I was thinking about Kenny Young too. I was like, wait, Kenny Young? Yeah. It was Kenny Young that had a good ass game, and then they that happened to ship his ass off. Like, like, all right, you did good, but we don't need your last anymore type shit. That's crazy. It don't matter. And the, the the league is really a business. Like you can ball out, they'll trade you in a fucking second. Yeah, but you know what though? The Chargers having the, one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. You know, it it kind of kind of sort of makes sense because they kind of um like Samuel, right? They drafted a corner. Like they wasn't really focused on. Like they thought their front seven was straight. You know, they never they didn't they didn't really focus on beefing it up. But I think that they need a defensive tackle to go. Don't they got them. Linval Joseph. But he's I not think. like a, he not like that though. He a big dude though. Yeah, he, he a big dude. He a thin middle, you know, and I respect that. But I think they need somebody else to help him out. Like you know, like Minnesota, he was a, he was in he was in Minnesota. It was Linville Joseph, Daniel Hunter, Everson Griffin on, on the left side. But it was somebody else in the middle too. I forgot his name. It was somebody else in the middle too that was cold, and they had the best defensive line I ever played with on Madden. I swear, because Linville Joseph was a ninety six overall, bro. And 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 and, and Daniel Hunter was like an eighty-eight on the outside, and and Everson Griffin was like an eighty-eight on the outside, and and and, and somebody was else was in the middle, bro, like an eighty-six. Somebody else, bro, on that Vikings team. His defense with Kirk Cousins that went to the Super, uh, not the Super Bowl, but um, the NFC Championship game. Uh, um, gosh, what is that dude's name? Oh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, bro. When I remember this dude's name, don't say nothing to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> when I remember this dude's name, I'm gonna let you know. We're gonna get back to that. But um yeah, Chargers. Um right, let me go down these notes real quick. So excuse me. Whether or not Herbert will have most of his receiving group on Sunday remains to be seen. Keenan Allen tied for second in the league with 86 receptions, tested positive for COVID 19 on Monday and is out. Mike Williams is in the close contact. Allen needs two negative tests in a 24-hour period while Williams can come off the list Saturday if if he has no symptoms and has tested negative five straight days. So let's look into that real quick. I'm taking the, I'm taking the Chargers. I think it's going to be 17 to 14. Like I, I don't think I think it's going to be or yeah, I think it's going to be close because the Chargers are supposed to beat this team by a lot and they they just won't. It's also and, and the game is at SoFi like I think the Chargers are a better road team. I don't think I think they get a little demoralized playing that so far. That's true. 
Everybody and else. And you get to see the game live. Oh, I don't. I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, let's move on to some games. Um, let's do – we did Washington and Dallas. No, we will do that next, you say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do Washington and Dallas. Okay, so uh, Dallas at Washington starts round robin for NFC, NFC East title. Um, Dallas is a four and a half point favorite. Okay, Washington on a four game win streak. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Washington's not winning this game. Like, I don't. I don't really think. Like every, and then I think. I think that there's a lot of hype around. The- well, besides the fact that Washington has won four straight, I think that they want Washington to compete for the East. I think they, I think they would because the, it looks like Dallas is going to win it, obviously, and Dallas was the favorite to win it coming into the season anyway. But like the Eagles looked like they were going to be at least a little bit more competitive than this. Washington for sure looked like they were going to be more competitive than this, and I, and I actually think were um, a lot of people's picks, some people's picks. Um, well, especially last the, season too. Yeah, to win win the division and been a little disappointing, well, very disappointing. So I think that these are some Washington apologists that are that like oh they're like I, I I don't think the I think the spread is much too small, like four and a half. I think this game is gonna be like <sighs> it's a division game and it's in Washington. So you, I don't really. I mean, I expect it to be close in the beginning. And I feel like Dallas is going to pull away in the second half. Mike McCarthy, guarantee guarantee. I mean, he's not wrong, but that puts a lot of pressure on not only Dak, but it puts a whole lot of pressure on the team in Hall. Because you're just like, you're pretty much saying, oh, yeah, Washington, like, they, you're pretty much saying they ain't shit pretty much. You're just like, oh, yeah, we going to steamroll these dudes, no problem. But it's like, there's, there's still dudes that get paid. You feel what I'm saying? So, and they're only Washington's only two. Like, what is a a game and a half behind, or two games behind? If Dallas loses a game, the NFC East is wide open. And especially if the Eagles win on Sunday, wait, do they even play on Sunday? Oh, they got to buy. Yeah, the Eagles got to buy. But... Yeah, the Eagles got to buy, but it still opens up the whole NFC East. Well, the reason why I just can't see Washington winning this game is because of that fact alone. Like, like the East is on the line, and I just don't believe in Washington anymore. I think the Magic is run out. <laughs> like, um, besides Chase Young out for the year too. Yeah, Chase. Dang, I know that already. I mean, it's just like. Yeah. And th- no, I'm just saying, like that, that's that's another reason why I think the Magic has run out. Like, uh, it's crazy because that game that they lost, Chase Young, I believe they won that game. But I think I think they did, yeah. I believe so, but it's just either way. I just think that I just I think the Magic has run out. I think like the Taylor Heineke hype train is coming to an end soon. Like it's gonna it's the last stop. Like, <laughs> I, I, they need a quarterback, dude. I get it. He's a feel good story, but I just don't. I don't know. How I need to. 
prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I just don't. I'm just trying to be a little bit more real, realistic about. Um, let's go over some of these notes, shall we? Um, the Cowboys have been good even without running back Ezekiel Elliott fully healthy. Elliott he's actually getting healthier. Though. What happened? I said he's actually getting healthier. They just did a report on him. I think on Wednesday or Thursday that his knee's getting a little bit better now. Well, I mean, I think they should have just rested him when that happened. Because this, I mean, regardless, like even the schedule right now, I still feel like the only game Dallas is worried about is probably. But I feel like Arizona should probably probably already lock up the number one seed, if not number two already. So I don't really see Arizona playing their starters. Um, number two don't matter though. Not anymore. Like number one. Yeah, not anymore. But that's the thing. Like I, you know, in this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that rest of the starters is going to be in late in the season if uh, if people if teams are still vying for the number one, and then on top of that, um, like 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 the Cowboys. Let's see here. Elliot, he is Elliot has been held under fifty yards rushing in four consecutive games for the first time in his career. And Dallas is two and two during the stretch, including an overtime loss to Las Vegas. Um, and Washington followed a four-game winning streak, riding a strong running game and improving defense into a wild card spot. It, it'll be the first time since 1995, since the 1995 Buccaneers, that a team finishes the regular season division games. Damn. Um, so basically, the Washington football team, I mean, they play off literally. Um. So let's see the starting defensive line. The starting defensive line the Cowboys expected to have should play together for the first time against Washington. Defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, excuse me. Yeah, Neville um, Gallimore. Yeah, who dislocated his left elbow in in a preseason game is set for a set for his season debut. Um, Randy Gregory returns after missing four games. Uh, Lawrence yeah, returned guys. last week, being out, being out since you know break opener. Um, so it's looking like, oh, Lawrence said it's like having clear skies on a beautiful day. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, Antonio Gibson, though, that ain't he been getting off. What? Mm. Washington's success running the ball, controlling the clock, and giving the defense. A breather is thanks in large part to second year back Antonio Gibson. He has been steady and dependable since Rivera benched him line three weeks ago. That's messed up. And Gibson has that rushed was. 52 times for 199 yards in the past two games. So here's my thing. I don't think Dallas is gonna let Antonio. That's my thing. I don't that's why I don't think the game is so close. I think Dallas by 10 points too. 10, at least 10 points. Um, because I think Gibby down, passing attack. Taylor Heineke isn't a cerebral, cerebrally elite quarterback. Excuse me. So, like, he's gonna find Terry. He's gonna find some other receivers here and there, and they're probably gonna score, you know, 10, 13 points. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm not expecting a lot of points out of the Washington football team. I mean, I mean, at most, I'm expecting like 10, 13 points. I think you guys are gonna score like 27 points on them. Be close. This is gonna be twenty-seven, thirteen. I think Antonio Gibson is gonna have a, a, a not a bad day, but he's gonna have a down game. 
following these uh these last few games. Dallas is gonna show up for this one. They they're not they don't want to lose. Not not my we can't afford to lose. Yeah, they, they did their losing. <laughs> they already did their losing after the Kansas City game. No, after the Denver game. Excuse me. They already they already went down that stretch where they were just looking terrible. Like like how do you? I get like Kansas City. Like when I looked at it, when I looked at that game again, I I honestly like I get like why Dak threw that fade for the try to get CD in for the touchdown, but. I already seen from that game, like when it first started, it was already going to be one of those drop passes, you know, miscommunication, loud stadium. And they to it, like to keep it 100. Like, I know, like, it's my team and all, but Dallas has not shown up since that Denver Bronco game. Yeah, but like, and you know, like, I. I just can't wait to the playoffs. Like we know, we knew Dallas was going to the playoffs. Or at least I did from the beginning of the season because I looked at the schedule. And, like schedule soft. Like schedule schedule soft, bro. <laughs> schedule soft. Twenty six softest schedule in the league. Like like that's six six to last. Like I already knew that the Cowboys were gonna make the playoffs. Our offense was too high octane. Um. Against some of these other teams, like, like I saw the Falcons on your schedule, and then I knew they had really, they didn't even have really when they played you, and I knew you guys were gonna win that game. Like you know, it's just it was just some games on the schedule you know you guys are gonna win. And even though coming into the season we we're like, okay, maybe the Eagles could do something with Hurts, and maybe the Washington Football Team because they got young and the defense was so good last year, blah blah blah, blah and they just everybody folded. Everybody they got folded. one of the best D lines in the league too. Who? Washington? They got Darion Payne, Chase Young. Montez, uh, yeah, I know. Jonathan I Allen, man, yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. They, 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 they folded, they folded, they ain't show up this year. Um, no, yeah, they didn't. Were supposed to, so yeah, like, like I, um, I forgot what my whole point was, but Dallas had like a week schedule and all that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you guys are, you guys are gonna get in. You just gotta, you gotta win a playoff game. You gotta win a couple playoff games. You know, to, to really, to me, to really prove that. You're with these top tier teams because like like this oh it's your, there was there was day thirty to zero to Denver should have never happened like should have never I should have never I, I, I agree with you never seen that I should never see that on the scoreboard I should never seen that on the scoreboard like what that kind of pissed but me that's off. What happens when you come out to a team that you think you're better and then they just come smack you right in the mouth the first like the first like the first like five minutes I was. I was looking at that game when I was watching right. it. I was like, "Why?" I get like you're going for it on four down, but you have three points in your back pocket right there. I don't, I don't see why you go for it. But you like, you a fan, so you like, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So like, as a fan, you're like, all right, fuck it, like going to like over on four down. But the way, like, especially like that defense, Denver's defense came out to play that game, and I don't think Dallas expected them to play like that. Before we move on, before we go on to Bears Packers real quick, I think I just think Dallas. I mean, not Dallas. I think Denver's defense comes to play every game. I think Denver's it offense. Does. I just think Denver's offense just doesn't. <laughs> I just think Denver. I mean, I just figure like after they traded Von Miller, they probably just feel like oh, they they probably they can just you know. I mean, and they admitted it too. Like they, I think it was Dak that said it. Yeah, I think Dak was the one that came out and was like, you know, we came out, you know, thinking we was gonna beat them, you know, steamroll them and blah 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 and. Actually, it was the other way around. They got their ass whooped. Well, you know what? <laughs> yes. You know, it's the NFL. Stuff like that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we all grow, 
like my weed. They all grow men. They know what they're doing out there. They they get paid to do it. That's why you know it's every given Sunday, um, literally any any given Sunday. Excuse me, but um, all right. Last few games. Last few games. Whew. Um, oh, we got oh, sheesh. Even with even if Dallas did beat Denver, it still doesn't change the the seedings in the NFC. Okay, bro. <laughs> okay. Packers and Bears. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. We'll talk about the seedings when 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 the when the when the seedings really really shape out, like in a few weeks. Yeah. We'll talk about that for sure. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. Um, but the Rams and Cardinals. This was a really tough one for me to pick, dude. Really, really tough. Um, because I low key I I, I want to take the Rams. I, I kind of thought that the Rams and Cardinals were going to split this year. Mm-hmm. But looking at, like, how it's shaping out, I mean, the Rams might get swept by the Cardinals, and it's – I just – it's just, it's hard for me to – it's hard for me to accept that because I thought they were going to split. Did they – didn't they whoop their ass when they were here in L.A.? Right? Yeah. And... It was like – what was it, like 36 to 20 or something? It was – I just knew Kyler Murray was on his shit though that game. Well, he was on his shit the whole year, but hey, look, I'm reading the notes right here. Let's see, Murray, Kyler Murray, and DeAndre Hopkins will will be playing their second game in a row after both missing three straight games with injuries. The two and they were winning twenty yard touchdown the last weekend. Yeah, they were winning without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, who's still the number one seed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They beat the Man. Niners with no Kyler Murray and no DeAndre Hopkins. You know how pissed off I was. Like <laughs> James Conner beat us. Like what? That what? Man, that doesn't even compute with me. Like James Conner is not all that, dude. Like what? He, like he's smooth. He's smooth. He ain't no scrub though. He ain't no. He ain't no scrub. He was. He, he was balling for the Pittsburgh a, behind Le'Veon. He, he ain't a three down back. That's what I'm saying. Behind Le'Veon, he ain't a three down back. It's a, if you to me, if you ain't a three down back, I don't, I don't, you you shouldn't be getting off on us. If you're not a, and I'll name some three down backs. Say even though he can't stay healthy, Saquon, CMC, Derrick Henry, and let me go, let me go to an even lower tier, Josh Jacobs. Like if you're not, a, if you're not a Josh Jacobs or a, a, a Hunt, I'll give you, I'll give you Kareem Hunt too, because Kareem Hunt can be a three down back anywhere. Uh, oh no, for sure. Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook. If you're not one of them, hey Zeke, a three down back when he's healthy. No, not anymore. Well, yes, yes he is. But if you're not one of them, <laughs> like you, you just you, no, you shouldn't be doing that. So James Conner, you're not a three down back. You've been a backup your whole life, whole <laughs> life, bro. You, you started in, you started in Pittsburgh what one season and they got rid of you. Like <laughs> there's a reason for that. <laughs> you're not a three down back. Anyway, so like I said, <laughs> going over these notes, Arizona running back James Conner will try to tie a franchise record by scoring a touchdown in his seventh consecutive game on Monday. Conner mm-hmm. has scored nine touchdowns over the six-game stretch, becoming one of the Cardinals' go-to playmakers with Murray Hopkins and running back Chase Edmonds all battling injuries. Conner is trying to match John David Crow, who scored in seven straight games from 1959 to 1960. Crazy. I mean, but when you're the only option on the team, I mean, it makes sense, you know. Okay, I will give James Conner some credit. He is talented. I will give him some credit, bro. I will. I will. I will give him some credit. He's a talented back most 
couldn't do what he probably what he's doing right now, um, helping out the Cardinals. Um, I I will give him that, but he's not three down back. Can't nope. Can't 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 prove me otherwise right now. Just can't. But um, Rams left tackle Andrew Whitworth will make his history. Uh, will make history in Glendale as the first player in NFL history to start a game at his position at 40 years old. Whitworth, right? Whitworth, who celebrates, I met the guy on the elevator actually. Um, Whitworth, who celebrates his birthday Sunday, has been the has been the cornerstone of the Los Angeles Los. Whitworth, who celebrates his birthday Sunday, has been the cornerstone of Los Angeles's. Offense during McVay's half decade in charge. Damn, it's been a half decade, half decade already. Damn, damn. I mean, okay, well, he says half decade, but it's like it's just been five years. Like he could, he could have just said five years. <laughs> like I know why you gotta make it seem like it was a long ass right time. half decade. Like, <laughs> I'm like damn, bro. half a decade. <laughs> half decade. Anyway, although his teammates tease him about his increasingly gray beard, his play has shown no visible signs of decline in his 16th NFL season. And he's increasingly likely to return next year. Dang. Ooh, um, damn. Oh, Kingsbury versus Belichick. There are this is a topic. There are other candidates for the NFL's coach of the year, but two of the front runners appears to be Kingsbury and Patriots uh, coach Bill Belichick. Kingsbury worked under Belichick earlier. Asked if it was nice to be mentioned for the same award along with a six-time Super Bowl-winning head coach. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares about that. Sorry. The Rams finally produced their first 100-yard rusher of the season last week when Michelle went for 121 against Jacksonville. That's not impressive. Sorry. Wow. Um, that's not impressive. That's, that's No, I, I would have just thought they would at least have, like, I would have thought at least Daryl Henderson would have had 100. 100 yards by now, right? What the that's what I'm saying. What? That's crazy. I'm more shocked like that was her first. That's the first person that did it with Sony Michelle. Wow. I think, I think, I think, you know, we, I think, plus scrimmage yards, but it wasn't uh, rushing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, the fact that it was Sony Michelle was like, wow. Okay. With Henderson still still slowed by his thigh injury, the Rams would seem wise to try a similar Michelle-focused game plan against the Cardinals, who have allowed their opponents to rush for 4.7 yards per carry this season? One of the worst numbers in the league? Oh my god, hold on. (laughs) What? The Cardinals are giving up 4.7 yards a carry? What? Bro, that's like almost half a first down. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? That's crazy. They they got to tighten that up, bro. Because in, hey, when it comes to Packers, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, and, and the Buccaneers with the with Linda Fournette, they're not giving Kyler Murray the ball. <laughs> Whoa, they better, they better crack down on that. That's crazy. And, the, and you, know, you know what? If I'm going to make a prediction for this game, the Cardinals win this game. 31 to 28. And I'm on oh, it's another high scoring game. Ooh. Cardinals win this game 31 to 28 because Matthew Stafford and McVay and the Rams are gonna play right into the Cardinals' hands. See, look, the Cardinals are kind of, their defense is kind of built something similarly to the Bills. Or these two defenses are built similarly, in my opinion. Uh, and when I say that I mean that they're really like pass coverage heavy. Like these, these, it's really hard to throw the ball in the Bills. It's really hard to throw the ball to, to throw who have guys like Buda Baker and Isaiah Simmons. And oh my God, like what? Oh, 
Byron Murphy low key cold. No, he's not that's cold. Byron but he, Murphy, like that's he's smooth, man. They got guys. They got they have athletes. They don't just have play, players that play positions, corner or safety. Line. No, they got they hybrid have, players. They have athletes, and <laughs> that's what that's what I think makes it really hard to throw the ball on the Cardinals. But I think that's what also makes them really susceptible to the run game because they have athletes that are like can really move side to slide, side to slide, side to side, and get from sideline to sideline. Um, but when it comes to stuffing the run, they don't really have anybody big in the middle or even on the edge to set the edge to really stop a, a potent rushing attack. So this, yeah, may- I think they're middle of the pack. They're like 16th against the run. But they allow know, 113 yards. But you know, it kind of makes sense because like they run an air raid offense. With DeAndre Hopkins yeah. and Kyler Murray, these these are two. These are arguably this is arguably one of the most unstoppable duels in the league when healthy. So they're 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 daring you to keep up with them, making you play their game, passing the ball. Because they want you to pass the ball. They got the guys to cover. They got the guys to cover whoever you got out there, and that's what I think is going to happen. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bait Stafford and McVeigh into passing the ball and getting out of their game game plan. They're not going to run no play action like they're supposed to. And Master Pop, I think Stafford's going to throw two picks in this game. But seriously, I don't Oof. think he's going to look that good. Like, I need him for Monday night. I might need him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm sticking by. Matthew Stafford's going to go for three touchdowns, one pick in this game. I, hey, no, least, like, I say he goes two and least, two, two and at two. At least one interception, but I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say no, two. yeah, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two. I just don't. I just I got the Cardinals, thirty-one twenty-eight. Um, ooh, that's a long episode. I was only twenty. But I actually, I mean, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I wouldn't want to see the Rams in the playoffs either. Uh, they are one of the favorites to win the playoffs. I mean, to win the Super Bowl. Sorry. You know what though, I, but see, listen. You know what I, you know what I need to see from the Rams. I need to see Aaron Donald and Von Miller come together as a united front. And when I say that, I mean Aaron Donald. You're one of the best defensive tackles ever, bro. Like ever, and you're a great rushing the passer. But I think you lost. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping, bro. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I think he took a step or a notch backwards when it comes he's not, to... Yeah, he's not playing no, the no, level that he's let, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Like, I think he's taking a notch or a half notch backwards, stopping the run because they're stuffing the middle. And I think with Von Miller helping to rush the passer, I think it's going to make it easier on Aaron Donald to stuff the middle of the line. And it's going to force... Uh, it's going to force teams to run the ball away from Aaron Donald, which, I mean, they were doing that already, but now they're going to do it even more. And they're going to put the pressure on Von Miller to stop the run on the outside. And uh, other and the other linebacker, uh, I forgot his name, um, to, 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 to stop these outside runs. But that's what I'm saying. I need Aaron Donald to stop, stop the run and and to, to, to help free up Von Miller so he can tee off on the pass, on the passer. Like you know, like that's what that's what has to happen, because I think, and it all works in concert. If Aaron Donald stop, helps stop stop the run, he sets up Von Miller to rush the passer, which sets up Jalen Ramsey to get a pick in the in in, in in the secondary or one of those safeties or what. Like he just it all 
That's why I'm saying it, it's a it's it it they all work in concert together. I need them to come. I need them to come together to make it work. And I, that's the only way they win the Super Bowl to me is if these if these three if these three dudes elevate the players around them and also like like work together as a well oiled machine on each level, the first, second, and third level. So, I, I, I the Rams could do it. Um, as long as Stafford doesn't make any mistakes, the Rams can do it. Um, they already beat the Buccaneers this year. Mm, yeah, speaking, they of Buccaneers, speaking of the Buccaneers and Buccaneers and Bills, let's get into that. Um, that's a good one. Man, that's the I think that's the last game on the slate that we that we got to touch on. Thank goodness. Um, the Buccaneers are favored by three and a half points. I wow! Posted on, I posted this on Twitter already. I think the Bucks are gonna blow the bills off the bills. <laughs> blow the brakes off. The Tom Brady plays another AFC East opponent. I mean, that's oh, not even. That's not even about that, bro. It's just, no, yeah. I mean, I get that. I get that for sure. But I mean, look, I got some. I got some. <sighs> Let's go. I got. I got some notes right here. Okay. Let's go. Stat, stats and stuff. From this, I got this from the score, of course. The Bills are in a midseason holding pattern, having gone three and four in their past seven games and facing the possibility of losing two straight for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, 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 blah. In the last Monday night's 14, excuse me, excuse me, whew. In last Monday night's 14 to 10 home loss to New England, the Patriots ran 46 times, only attempted three passes. Red zone offense has become an issue after Buffalo had a TD field goal miss and a turnover and a and a turnover. Oh my bad! Listen, the Buffalo Buffalo Bills been struggling. Okay, the Buffalo yeah. they should have won that game last week. They're zero and four when they don't rush for at least a hundred yards, and after going five and that's after going five and three last season. Conversely, the the Bills um, are one in three when opponents run for a hundred plus yards, and so when I read that right there, I'm just like, okay, Leonard Fournette, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, you know, Tom Brady's gonna. But here's my thing: the Bills don't have Tre'Davious White. And yeah, last week, him. last week the corner that filled in for Tre'Davious White, they didn't try him. Tom Brady, he's gonna try. He's not gonna try. He's gonna probably torch that dude. Like, oh no, for sure. I so I, my bad. Go ahead. No, nah, because I was, yeah, I was saying because obviously they wasn't trying him last week because they were just running down their throats every single time, and I was and I was watching that whole game like I'm like you know they're not gonna pass because I don't even think he attempted one pass in the first half. I think if I'm not mistaken, I don't even think he threw the ball once. So I was like, that was just crazy to see that. They're just pretty much saying, okay, we're just going to run it down your throat see if you can stop it. Because I think Buffalo, I want to say, I think they're ranked like 12th in rushing yards. But they've been getting – Jay, didn't JT just run like 150 on them? And then this again, 200 yes. yard. Go ahead. Huh? I was going to say the Buffalo Bills, they've yielded 200-plus yards in two of their past three games. Exactly. They're – and JT ran for like 150 when they played like what was it like two weeks ago? Yeah, bro. And check this out. The Bucks are the top scoring team in the league, 31 points a game. And they oh, are yeah, ninth, sure. 
and they are 19 and 0 when scoring 30 plus points since Brady's arrival from New England in 2020. And and I like I think I think the Buccaneers 21 to zero, and that that's when uh ball. And that's when Leonard Finesse is going to get his. I like I said. I put I posted this on Twitter for people to see. Diggs is going. Diggs is going to get his. But like, don't be surprised if the Bills only score seventeen points. Don't be surprised. Like they're not going to be able to run the ball. Devin Singletary is is. Um, I'm sorry. Like, he's he's he's. They have it already. But they don't. They're they're not. They're not. A, they're not. They're not. They're not focused on running the ball anyway. They're a pass happy team. And I, and the and it, it, even though the Buccaneers secondary is banged up, the that 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 um imbalance on offense is not healthy, and they're not going to be able to sustain. They I just don't think they can sustain long drives throwing the ball. They got to be able to run the ball. Um, yeah, they don't have like a good like running back because you for sure not. I mean, their <laughs> their best like running back at one point was Matt Breida. And he was only touchdown, and he was touchdown dependent. He was actually, I think, what was he averaging like fifty in the past couple games? He's probably the only best running back besides Zach Moss or Devin Singletary. Why don't you? Why do you think Breida doesn't get more touches than those two? And I get it; it's not always about speed, but Devin Singletary doesn't. He's not. He's not the. He's not the shiftiest back. He's not the. He's not the fastest. He's not the biggest or strongest either. Yeah, I understand why Breida doesn't get more touches to give. That offense a little bit, just a different dynamic when Breida's in the game. You know he's fast. You know he's shifty. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, no, he doesn't get more touches because if you're gonna, if you're gonna have Zach Moss get touches behind Singletary, there should be more running, running of the ball going on. Like, like, like how the Cardinals have been going. They do Chase Edmonds and James Conner, and they still got Kyler Murray. They'll find some way to throw the ball and run the ball very effectively. But, but in Arizona, they know their roles, though. They know James Conner's a running back, and like the actual like running, and they chase Edmonds is more of their pass. They just have all their running backs for Buffalo. Is pretty who who's their best pass catching back? They don't have one because everybody everybody tries to do like the lightning thunder, like at the Cowboy. You That's got true. Zeke and Tony, but Tony Pollard is a better rusher than Zeke this year. Which is why I still question why don't they use Tony Pollard more often? Like all these, well, like uh, even like even like Cleveland, they got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's most everybody's trying to run a two running back system. Yeah, but, but not everybody has those two running backs. The running back committee started a few years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. It's really been killing us in fantasy. Um, it's really been killing us in fantasy. It's hard to find reliable running backs that can carry and lead us to championships. In fact, this year, and now that we're finally off these damn games, um, actually, the last game that we got to touch on real quick, then we get into this room. The last game we got to touch on, uh, let's just recap Vikings and Steelers. Um, long story short, to me, yeah. like I, You know, it's funny. I was going back and forth with a Steelers fan. The man was talking about, oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't Claypool's fault. Like turn, Trey Turner knocked the ball out of his hand. Oh no! Like, like Eric Hendricks. Eric Hendricks knocked the ball out of his hand. And blah blah blah. My dude, I told him, my dude, if Chase Claypool just gets his ass up and puts the ball back in place or whatever it's supposed to be, puts a, like you're supposed to do in a two minute drill instead of just showboating, maybe the ball doesn't get knocked out of his hands. 
Like, like he's he's the catalyst of all of that. I'm sorry, he started all of that. Like, like what? But those Steelers receivers are making catches that whole hold game. On. Hold on, hold on. This man had the audacity to blame his lineman. <laughs> yeah, he he blamed his lineman. I saw that whole press conference. He had That's the crazy. Audacity. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me, bro? Like, what, bro? You, you, this, you, you're not gonna pan out in this league. You aren't. I'm sorry. Like, you're not not with that attitude. Like, I want to know how that locker room was after he said that. Doesn't, doesn't matter to me. I mean, to me, to me, it don't matter. You, you, you're not gonna. I don't even think. I don't. I, uh, I don't even know how much. I, I don't know if you're gonna be on the team after this year. Like for real. Like, I don't. I don't know if you're gonna pan out like that. Like your talent. Yeah, with your talent, you're gonna probably end up on a roster. Or you might you might stay on the Steelers, but I like Chase Claypool, dude. You why why can't everybody just be like Julio? <laughs> like like D Hop, you don't hear a peep out of D Hop. Or you or even or even Devontae Adams, like you okay, you like I like, again, okay, Devontae, you know who you are, so you know you 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 that dude. But okay, uh that's like somebody like uh Amari Cooper, you don't hear a peep out of him. Or Justin Jefferson. Like I'm just <laughs> like like just uh, what, bro? You just you, you play for the Steelers. Like, you, you Do you think there. it's a Steelers thing? Because it's been three years in a row. They had A.B., then they got Juju, and then now it's Chase Claypool. I mean, look, Shannon Sharp had a really good take on it. On I the, think I saw that one, too. Yeah. Was it the one that he was – is either you condoning it? Exactly. Yeah, that was a really good take. Like It was a good take. And it's hard, and it's hard <laughs> to imagine that for Mike Tomlin – but it's like you you gotta face the music. You gotta face facts. Like you letting this stuff happen and it's like you know, you it, uh, you see Ben Roethlisberger not even getting involved. He, he said that's <laughs> out of there. Could he say because on Shannon Sharp when he was when he said that he was Big Ben, he did say, Oh, like that's not part of my job because last time that Big Ben did do that, a they Fucked up that relationship with AB and him. I, yeah, the, the whole Devo wide receiver thing is crazy. Like Chase Claypool, you're not even a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Like, you're not yeah, even, he he he's smooth, but he not. You're, he, you're, I don't think he could be a true number one on any team. He's a solid number two though. He'd be a he he's, he's a, a great deep, number two. He's a deep threat receiver. Excuse me, he's a deep threat receiver and he just needs a better route running. Like, you know, Deontay Johnson is clearly the best receiver on that team. It's not even close. Like, it's oh, not no, even, for sure. Not even close. But, um, yeah. Um, and I just want to, and, and you asked me earlier who did I think was going to uh, finish in the NFC wildcard race? Um, oh, yeah. You're, you're three teams that. Well, well, <laughs> but yeah, I got the. Well, I got the like I I'm gonna go down the whole thing. I got the Packers finishing fourteen and three with the number one seed, Cardinals Ooh. fourteen and three with the number two seed. Oh, because they got the t- yeah, Buccaneers uh, thirteen and four, uh, Cowboys twelve and five, so that's three and four, and then um, Rams will be eleven and six wild card. The Niners will be ten and seven wild card, and the Eagles will be nine and eight wild card. Okay. Yeah, Washington's not gonna make it. Washington. Yeah, Minnesota not gonna make it. Probably my Washington will probably lose to Dallas twice. <laughs> that it. AFC playoff picture is something different, though. That's that's a tight 
tight wild card race. Yeah, I gotta go so, with my AFC wild card race. I didn't finish it. I'll be honest, I didn't finish it. I was because it was really tight, and it's really hard to go. The, the AFC wild card race, wild card race is much tighter than the NFC wild card race. It's really hard to calculate all the stuff. But I, but, but if I was before we end this, I was going over it, and I was looking at it, and I was like, okay, you know, um, I like the Patriots. They're going. They're going um, the Ravens, like, yeah, right. <laughs> the Chiefs, they're going to the playoffs. Um, they're starting to get it together. But those other, like the the NFC, I mean, NFC, the AFC North and the AFC South, I don't know. Like I don't because the Colts could come up, come up and win this division if the Titans like lose a certain amount of games, you know. But um, it's all like the Bengals. Are they gonna fall off? The Chargers. Are they gonna fall? Like these, these the Chargers, Bengals, and Bills. These three inconsistent seven and five wild card teams. You know, are they gonna lose their? Are they gonna lose their spots to teams like the Colts, the Raiders, the Steelers, the Browns, or the Broncos? That's they can, huh? They can. But that's something I thought about. You know, and and you're right. They can. However. Um, I don't. I, I I think the Bills are a safe lock to be a wild card team. I think they are a safe lock to be a wild card team at the very least. So I think you can lock up one of the AFC wild card spots with the Bills. If the Patriots win this division, you can say that the Bills will for sure be a wild card. Um, but in the South, the Titans have already swept the Colts. So all they got to do is just maintain. win. Yeah, they just got to maintain the <laughs> record, if not the same record as the Colts. So the Colts, they need the they need the Chargers and the Bengals to lose. Like they need, and and that could very well happen, especially with the Bengals. Um, and that and that's why I didn't finish this list because I have I I have to go over schedules and and look at head to head to see who lost to who. You know, like 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 the Colts beat the Dolphins. So the, even though the Dolphins are riding high, like if they have the same record as the Colts. They're not gonna make it, you know. Um, the Colts lost to the Ravens, so the the Ravens, if they end up losing the division to say the Bengals or something, and the Colts have to worry about the Ravens being a wild card team, that's a um, that's a head to head matchup that they've already lost. Uh, you know, I I gotta look at all those kinds of things and calculate that stuff to really um, look at who's gonna make it. And it's crazy because, like, the, if the Ravens end up losing this game, you know, they got another game uh, versus Green Bay that I think they'll lose and another game at Cincinnati that they could very well lose if the Bengals are at, are, are fully healthy. Um, I mean, the, the, the Ravens could start to slide and the Bengals could, could end up taking the division, which makes it harder on the Colts to get in. Um but that's just that we're focusing on the Colts because what if the dealers end up making it? You know, are the Chargers going to be able to hold their wild cards position, or can they come up on the Chiefs? Because I think they play the Chiefs. They do. They end up. The yeah, they I end. Mean, yeah, the Chargers could end up winning the division still, and and the and the Chiefs could end up a wild card team. You just don't. It's just really hard. And then the crazy part is, like we know the Patriots are hot right now and they're playing well. 
and we don't really see them losing too many more games. But what if they do start losing and they do lose the number one seed? Then what are those? Is the is the road to the Super Bowl going to go through what Baltimore or or or, or Kansas City maybe? Natty maybe. I mean, you don't you just don't even know at this point. You just don't know because that AFC playoff picture. If you look at possibly Tennessee losing, Baltimore losing, or even Kansas City, they can possibly fall maybe to the seventh seed or even the eighth seed. So any of those, any of the eight, eight and any of the eight and four teams, see Baltimore and Kansas City, if they even lose two games, they probably won't even make it either. Well, you know what, man? It's around that time of the year. Every game counts. It uh, does. But just like in fantasy, right now every game counts. You know? Hey man, I'm rolling with freaking what's his? I'm rolling with uh, Austin, what's his name from the Jets? They just, I don't know what his name is, but he is my RB two this week. <laughs> Let me see. 